pray this finds you having a blessed day. And uh, we are going to continue looking at the topic of prayer and faith um, as we continue in this new year. And one aspect that I would really like to look at today is one that I think is very hard for almost everybody that I talk to, not because they're bad Christians, not because um, they don't love the Lord, not because of any of those things, simply because of the fact that we live in a society of busyness. Um, If you talk to people, one of the first things that you'll find is that most people are so busy in so many areas, whether, uh, and, and this is the thing, it doesn't matter what phase of life they're in. Um, if they're in the phase of raising children, um, you know, they're, they're taking kids here, there, and everywhere. Um, they've got so much going on. Um, if they are uh, even empty nesters, you know, sometimes you would think as an empty nester, um, it would be a situation to where it wouldn't be, there would be so much going on. Um, but I know that there's a lot of people today that, that have that. A lot of people have multiple uh, jobs. And, uh, you know, it just seems like everybody you talk to is busy. So with that being said, the one area where I think that we all struggle with when it comes to our prayer time is listening and hearing. Um, if you notice and you go through the Gospels and you follow uh, Jesus' teaching. Oftentimes, Jesus will say, uh, you know, and here's the old King James Version, he who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Um, Jesus was constantly telling people to listen. Uh, He was constantly encouraging people to hear what he was saying. And again, if we fully understand what prayer is, prayer is a conversation, an intimate conversation with our Heavenly Father. And in order for it to be a conversation, there has to be conversation. There has to be a back and forth, if you will. There has to be a time of speaking and a time of listening. And I fear that because prayer can come across to a lot of people as uncomfortable when there's silence, that most people view and do prayer as I'm going to tell God all the things that I've got going on in my life and I'm going to tell him all my needs. I'm going to tell him all these things, but we don't take the time to hear back from him and to listen. And I think it's in multiple areas. I don't think that you just kind of go to the altar, you pray, and you just kind of sit there and wait for God. That's the only solution. No, I mean, I, I do believe that that is one thing that we could do that would be so much more beneficial, and that is when we do spend time in prayer, don't just spend time asking, but spend some time listening. Um, and one of the, the things that I personally like to do is I like to take a notepad with me whenever I do pray. And I have usually have some prayer concerns that I have written down on that uh, specific notepad. But then one of the other things that I do is it's amazing that I find that as I'm praying for certain people, it's amazing that someone else's name will just pop into my head. And I realize that, oh, goodness, you know, they got something going on in their life, too, and I forgot about that. And the Lord will bring those things back into our remembrance in order for us to be able to uh, pray well. Uh, 
Um, and then not only that, but to be able to sit down and as you're spending time in prayer, to just say, Lord, I want to hear from you. And to have that opportunity to be able to sit down and write those things down um, as he speaks to us. Because I think what happens is when it comes to praying and when it comes to answered prayers or you know even non-answered prayers, I think where a lot of the struggle comes in our life is that because we don't spend the proper amount of time listening. What happens is we do our prayer time. We spend our time, you know, letting God know our needs, telling God what's going on in our lives. But then what happens is because of the busyness that's going on, we just kind of get up from our prayer time. We go about our day. And a lot of times we, we don't think that God has heard us. We don't think that our prayers have been answered. We don't think that prayer is important because what happens is is when when we're not seeing God move in our prayer lives and we're not seeing God move in the prayers we've prayed, then we start beginning to think, well, is prayer worth it? Is it worthwhile to sit down and pray? Is it worthwhile to give up this time in order to pray? And then that comes back to kind of what we talked about last week. Well, you know, I can, instead of spending this time praying, I can take care of this with my talents or with my money or with whatever. And what happens is we get into this very um, dangerous cycle because of not spending time listening and, and hearing. And I said just a little bit ago, it's not just necessarily staying at the altar longer or staying in your prayer spot longer to hear from the Lord, but it's also spending time in the Word because the Lord is wanting to answer and move in our lives in so many different ways, and there's there's so many different areas uh, to where He can move uh, in our lives and to uh, help us to hear, and, and Scripture is one of those, and what I found sometimes is that I'll go and I'll spend some time praying and I may even spend that time just quietly listening and I'm not really getting anything from the Lord, but I'll come back and I'll be in a time of, of study with the Word. And it's amazing how that a passage that I'm reading or an area where I'm studying for sermon prep or whatever it may be has that answer right in the midst of it. And it's just, it's it's kind of like the Holy Spirit helps the light bulb to go off and helps me to recognize that, okay, this is this is part of that process, part of that plan, and this is how God wanted to answer uh, the prayer in my life. And then a third way that it usually can happen is through other people. Uh, and that's why we have to be so attentive uh, to the people around us and to be attentive to conversations we have, be attentive to um, what's really going on around us. Um, because God can use other people in our lives to be able to help answer prayers sometimes. Uh, I know for, uh, you know, for instance, um, we were, uh, I was really struggling uh, during a specific period of time to go on uh, a mission trip, partly because of the finances. Uh, at that time, I was still a church planner. Um, we didn't really have a whole lot of income. I really felt like God uh, wanted me to go on this mission trip because this has been something that I've had 
uh, th this specific trip was one I had on my heart for a while. And I really felt like I needed to go, but I just told my wife, I said, I just, there's no way we can come up with the finances to do this. So we just sat down and prayed. And I kind of did a Gideon, you know, I don't recommend doing that very often, but you know, again, we're human, we're going to do those things. And I did kind of a Gideon prayer and I said, Lord, if you want me to go, then what I need you to do is I need you to be able to provide the finances for me. I need you to be able to help me to be able to go. And so what happened was, is just out of the blue, I ended up getting a check for $1,200. Um, and I told my wife, I said, this is overly ridiculous, but I said, I don't know that, you know, I said, we'll, we'll just keep praying. And then all of a sudden I get another check from a specific person that said, I don't know why you need this, but God laid this on my heart and I need to send this to you. It was a check for $600. Then I ended up having other people that just sent me checks in the mail that said, I don't understand why uh, I need to do this, but God laid it on my heart. Ends up, God not only provided all of my funds to be able to go on this mission trip, but one of the other people that was on the mission trip that needed to go was $300 short. And I just happened to be $300 over what the cost of the trip was. And so, again, I think God will use other people in our lives many different times to answer prayer requests. And that's why we have to be attentive to everything that's going on, whether it be in our prayer time and us just spending time listening, whether it be us being able to spend our time in prayer, come back, read scripture, and God will answer and move in our lives concerning that, or to be able to have other people to be used in our lives. Um, now, I also want to, to throw a, a caution out there for this. It's not one of those things that you need to walk around constantly reading into everything. And uh, I think that's something that happens a lot of times. People want an answer to a prayer request so bad that they actually are looking into everything. And they read into things that's not there. And this is where I want to kind of finish up the podcast. And that is with understanding the role of the Holy Spirit when it comes to our prayers. And what I mean by that is, I think, and maybe I'm the only one, I know that this is something I struggled with. I have a, uh, I tell people all the time, I'm kind of a quad A personality. Um, you know, my mind is constantly going. Um, and oftentimes it's very hard for me to pray um, and have my mind kind of shut down. So one of the things I do is I always have a, a prayer worship list of songs that I actually play while I'm praying and it keeps me focused. But the reason I say that is because sometimes when I'm praying, my mind will kind of start, you know, uh, filtering things as I'm praying. And I'm wondering, is that me? Is that the Holy Spirit? Uh, God, is this me thinking this up? Is this the Holy Spirit trying to tell me things? And I think sometimes that we can really become overwhelmed with wondering, is it the Holy Spirit? Is it me? Is this God talking to me? Is this me just trying to think things up? And I say all of that because I think the Holy Spirit 
when we sit down and we look at everything, the Holy Spirit will be very clear. It's not one of those things to where I don't think the Holy Spirit leaves a whole lot of doubt in our lives. And I'll tell you why. Because I believe that the Lord understands that we are human. And that because we are human, we're going to struggle. We struggle with spiritual things. We struggle with the mysteries of salvation, of prayer. We struggle with these things. And I, I don't think that God is going to make it harder than it has to be. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to our prayer time and listening and hearing, it's as much with us being in tune with what the Holy Spirit would have us to do. And what I mean by that is this. It goes back to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. It goes back through Scripture when Jesus just simply said, Lord, not my will, but your will. Um, When we go back to the Lord's Prayer, um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When we look at our prayer lives, the reason why we struggle with the hearing, the listening, and wondering if God is answering or moving is because we need to be able to determine, is this prayer aligning with the will of God, or is this prayer more aligning with my will? Because what I find is that I struggle more with answers to prayers when I'm praying for my will to be done, and I try to make it sound like it's God's will. But I find I don't struggle when it comes to answers and hearing from the Lord when my prayers are aligning with His, when my will is surrendered to His will. And what I mean by that is this, all right? We sit down, I'll just use it from a pastor standpoint, all right? Let's just say, as a pastor, I'm pouring my heart out, and I'm just, I'm I'm praying, and I'm, I'm saying, you know what, God? We want to see people saved here at the church. We want to see you move We want to see this great movement here. We want to see revival break out. We want to see souls saved. Uh, And and you start doing that prayer. Now, here's the question that that needs to be asked. Why are you praying that? Well, of course, you know, the automatic Sunday school answer is going to be because we want to see people saved. But let's pump the brakes for just a minute and let's ask this question. Why? Why is it that you want to see people saved here through the ministry God's called you to do? Is it because you're hoping that if a lot of people get saved and an explosion kind of takes place within your church, that you're going to be noticed, that people are going to start looking at you and saying, wow, man, wonder what Pastor so-and-so is doing down there. And then, you know, you're hoping that you're going to get called to preach conferences and that you're going to be the new hot thing and that you're going to get all this notoriety Or are you fine with obscurity? Are you fine with being able to see God move? You genuinely just want to see people saved because you want to see the kingdom of God expanded. You want to take as many people to heaven with you as you can. And you don't care at all about the notoriety. See, there's a big difference. Why are you praying what you're praying for? Why are you praying for your children's fill-in-the-blank? Why are you praying for your spouse? Why are you praying for this new job? Does what you're praying for align with the will of God and glorify God, or does what you're praying for suit your needs and your will more often? 
And see, that's the reason why it's struggle. It's a struggle for us to hear. I can remember when me and my wife first got married. You know, we have me and my wife are legitimately oil and water. Uh, two different personalities. God makes it work somehow. But I know when we first got married, it was very difficult for us because we would get into these arguments, and neither one of us would listen to the other one when it wasn't what we wanted to hear, and it made communication so difficult. Because when you're only listening to what you want to hear, you're missing out on what God needs you to hear. And so what would happen is when me and my wife would be in these arguments, what would happen is we would only hear what we would want to hear, and then the stuff that we needed to hear, we missed out on. And it would just prolong the argument, and it would cause us to say hurtful things to each other, rather than just being able to sit down and say, let me hear your heart. And I think that that's what happens in our prayer lives. We need to just spend time and saying, God, let me hear your heart and let me see how things align and how my life aligns with you. How does my prayer life align with you? With the way that I'm praying, can I say that my intentions are true? Or do I have to sit down and say, the only reason I'm praying this is because I think it would really benefit me. And so I think that's why listening and hearing is so difficult because we have to make sure that it doesn't, our will and our mindset doesn't hinder us hearing from God. And so I, I pray that this has encouraged you. I pray that it's helped you to be able to kind of uh, take a step back a little bit. And maybe one of the things that you can do is to sit down and write your prayers out. I think that's one of the best ways to find out if your prayer life is really aligning with God is to make a prayer list and to sit down and pray through that prayer list and just look at it and say, okay, how much of this is really... Um, my heart aligning with God and how much of this is me wanting God to align with my heart. And I think that that'll give you some direction and be able to help you. And then what you'll find is when you get rid of that clutter of you uh, and your will, you'll be able to hear and listen from the Lord so much easier. And so I pray that this has helped you. I pray that it's encouraged you. Um, I pray that if uh, it has, that you would uh, write a review, uh, put a rating uh, on the podcast in order to help it get out there more on whatever platform that you're listening to, especially on Apple Podcasts, that would greatly help. Um, and I pray that, uh, number one, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, that you would understand Jesus loves you, He died for your sins, and He has rose from the dead in order for you to have eternal life uh, and to be able to know Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Um, we have to understand we're a sinner and we have to repent of our sins and ask Jesus to be Lord of our life. I pray that uh, you would, uh, if, if you're unsaved and you're listening to this, you would find somebody who's a follower of Christ and talk to them about what it means to be saved today. And I pray also that if you are, I pray that uh, saved, that you go out and you share your testimony with somebody today. Share this podcast with somebody today and help them to be able to grow and deepen in their walk with the Lord. We look forward to seeing you back again here next week as we continue on this podcast of Common Sense Bible Study.